just happy to be here. What is up, beautiful people of the world? My name is Exact Change, and I'm happy to be here today with my guest, Sam Van Baylor. Hello. Yes. What's up, man? Shit. Is my life? Super excited about this one because we didn't really plan it. We were just like, fuck it. You want to just meet on Thursday? And here we are. <laughs> that simple. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, I know you as, you know, Daddy Fat Sacks. That's, that's what I remember. In a former life, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, why don't you tell the people a little bit about what you do and where uh, you've been. Shit. I've been moving weed in Spokane, Washington, since I can remember, since 15 years old, which is, I don't want to date myself, but yeah. 25 years ago. Um, so, yeah, we, we started 502 and did the Daddy Fat Sacks thing that didn't, didn't work out the way we planned. Mm -hmm. So we uh, hit the ground again, and now we're back with uh, pros and cons, professionals and convicts. So is that launched now? Uh, this is it. Yeah, we're we're on shelves next week. We got wow. labels in. We got uh, product in. Wow. Um, you're gonna be the first. You're one of the first people to try. Really? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Exciting. So how do you go from? Because I, I mean, I remember the hustle, especially you know back in the day when you were just a young kid and you're right. you just like it didn't even didn't maybe even seem like a real business possibility, right? Like or being okay. able to have like an actual business selling weed you're just like a young kid like i'm just selling some weed just you well, know yeah for me just thinking about legal weed when i was young mm -hmm. i never thought that a i'd have a chance at it you mm -hmm. know and, and i visioned marlboro cigarettes you know just for joints yeah yeah I, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, yeah. What I, I remember about. that dude that's why i thought legal weed would be so the the fact that i somebody who came from black market and who, who tried to pave a way for this shit being able to be in it is is uh, a blessing, really. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how things just come to fruition, man. Like when you're fucking working, because you were just hustling. That's yeah. what it was, dude. Everybody needs weed, whether it was legal or not. Oh. <laughs> you know. Thankfully for me, yeah, yeah. Thank the, God. The fucking the the need doesn't change. No, but uh, the availability just when changes. I when I saw it go legal and I saw I knew I couldn't compete on a black market level. And you can go to a store, you know. Uh, and they can pick out 50 different strains and you know i mean it's, i can't i can't compete on that level that's why i knew i had to transition from black market to, to legal just weed something I mean, legit because yeah the, the market and black market just fell out it's crazy how uh it really is crazy how the uh industry there's so much more than what's actually in the jar it seems like especially when you're a consumer and you're in there you don't get to open it. You don't get to smell it. You don't get to. So you're kind of just, you know, pe a lot of people buy off of like the packaging or, of course, word of mouth or if they've tried it before. But like what it looks like can uh, be deceiving sometimes. Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, so like all those things, it's like how somebody buys weed in Washington is so different because you just kind of. It's akin to the wine industry for me. As somebody mm. who knows little, very little about wine, okay. I'm a label shopper. You know what I mean? I have to go off of what it looks like yep. professionally, you know what I mean? The vibe of the, the label and and what your words say on the label. I have to believe it some, a little bit. You and know then it's I mean? the same thing you're, you're, if you're going red or if you're going white, if you're yeah. doing this. It's the same thing like, oh, I want sativa or indica. I kind of have a like a roadmap of what I want to do, but as far as exactly what farm I want. 500 or, sativas? Yeah. yeah. How, how do you choose? And there's so many options, bro. So many good options, really. A lot of good options, bro. And but, a lot of trash options. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like, I like the fact that there is a... 
a top shelf, a mid shelf, a low shelf. Like, you know, you're struggling. You come and buy a fucking $10 bag of fucking shake or something. And I like, never get knew. By. That was one thing about legal weed that I, I thought it'd be a race to the top. And it seems like the race to the bottom was like a much more lucrative and easy market that I, and I think a lot of us missed that when it first started. You know what I mean? We didn't know that ten dollar eights would be a thing, no. dollar eights would be a thing. But Mm-mm. but there's a market for it. In Spokane, that's the thing is that there's broke <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers that are like, dog, you got a three dollar joint, right? Like I'm, I'm just I'm, trying to get high. Real I'm quick. just trying to get high, and that's God bless them, shit. Well, so I also had to come to terms with that. Not everybody appreciates weed in the same way I appreciate weed. The taste of it, the the way it's grown, how it looks, the final product. For me, it's an experience. Even to this day, I've been smoking weed a long time, and I'll take a little bit less weed for it to taste good. And you know what I mean, like. And some people don't have that appreciation. A lot of people, weed isn't, you know, they don't really hold it up like that. A lot of people. There's PBR for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) Because people are like, dude, to me, it's just like, I just need a quick joint, hit it a few times, I'm high, I'm good. Me, I'm like, you know, it's... it's, but That's the truth, what's that? This is uh, Tropicana cookies. Whoa. Uh, Fat Panda? No, uh, Liberty Reach. Nice. Yeah, dude. That's good. It's tasty, right? It tastes like mimosa, which Um, uh, I'm getting a lot of mimosa flavors from a lot of weed. And that that seems to be a trend in I-502 is... um, First it was, uh, you know, Blue Dream. There's Blue Dream everything, and now, now you're trying to get. Now you're getting a lot of this uh, citrus kind of shit. Dude, I remember in the black, just like in the black market, when it was just a lot of Blue Dream, dude. There was just like a lot of Blue Dream going. But that on. was all you got. Like, you, yeah. you really had no choice. It's like you want this Blue Dream or you want this, this uh, dirt Blue Dream that yeah. I got. Yeah, yeah. or it was like, do you want this Canadian? Remember when we get oh, the. Oh, I was moving beasts. That's, that's remember that, that shit. That was the money. That was, that was when I really started making money selling weed in life. You know. Growing weed and, and moving weed that other people grew, mm-hmm. the margins are so that was my first experience in commercial weed was seeing thousands of pounds of okay weed, but the margins were huge. And you're able to make a lot of money. And people, yeah, it, it was weird, bro, because it would be like, you know, if there was like a Mexican dirt weed type shit, right? Like you could, like the brick shit. Like, you could just see it, and you'd be like, ooh, I don't want that. But sometimes, like, like the, the nads, as we would call it, or the Canadian shit, yeah. it would be like these big green buds. You'd be like, oh, okay. And then you would fucking get that bag and be like, and it just smells like, you know, fucking trees. And you're just yeah. like, oh. Well, like, and knowing what I know about weed now, I smoke so much mold and so much, like, bad things in weed not knowing, mm-hmm. you know. Um because I knew the Canadians that grew the weed that we were smoking, and they just, really, yeah, we'd go meet them at the border. We did the whole thing, and wow, and so you know they'd chop it down halfway wet and cured, you know, laying down and shit. So yeah, that's everybody what? can grow good. We know. How did you get it. into weed like that? You know, at such a at the age that you got into it at. Uh, well, hanging out with older kids first. Okay, <laughs> okay, know, so that was the first thing. We just, uh, I've never really, other drugs were never really my thing. It was just at a young age, I knew it was um, self-medication for me. I was an angry kid, and mm-hmm. it was a way to chill out and a way to kind of slow my thoughts down to a So did your, like, level. parents smoke weed and shit? Oh, yeah. or, oh okay. The, the first weed I ever smoked, I stole from my mom. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah, my dad was not shy. He, you know, when we were young, he'd smoke joints in front of us and oh. drink martinis and shit. And, and both my parents uh, told me. They'd rather me smoke weed than, than drink alcohol. So they were just honest and upfront. Like, yeah. damn, bro. That's how, that's a. For good or bad, though, you know? It's a gateway drug. <laughs> it's a fucking gateway drug. There's for not me, enough research done on this for drug me, the gateway yet. The gateway of marijuana was that I was lied to by 
propaganda and schools and dare programs. So when I found out that weed was not troublesome, like they told me, mm-hmm. that that gave me an egg, uh, an opening to say, well, are these other things not quite as bad as you tell me? Mm-hmm. And that's for me, that was how it was a gateway more than anything. I didn't feel like weed led me to it. I but mean, it was I, the lies and shit. That's what I'm saying. I felt like their lies led me to believe like, oh, well, this isn't like, bad. Yeah. Then maybe, maybe try this, these little mushrooms and this and that. I think that weed can be troublesome to young kids, to, to kids that are that need to be focusing and you just get distracted because you're going to get into this like a lot of kids. You're going to get into this whole thing eventually. You just trying to like keep them on like until college or, <laughs> right. or, or at least like because for me, man, I got you know, I got my hands on it at 16 and it was just it just derailed me. Like as soon as I found weed, I was like, well, I want to do music. I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't I want to do anything but go to school. I was right. like, school is fucking I just want to go to school to get some weed. And right. then and then it, just leave on it lunch. It's definitely a demotivator, and and or Being you're motivated to do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah, or having some kind of focus too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like if you if you're interested in something, you're motivated to do. Like if I smoke weed, I'm motivated to to do shit I want to do. The problem I think when we were kids is uh, it, it wasn't just smoking weed, in which I hope the kids today now see it as just smoking weed, like just drinking a beer. It was a lifestyle. Like you almost had, if you were going to smoke a weed on the reg, you you had to live that life. You had to hang out with stoner kids and do stoner things, unfortunately, in which didn't always involve going to school and didn't always involve doing the things you're supposed to do. Mm-mm. You know, and that that's that's one thing I always have tried to disassociate from, especially with m- the way I market cannabis and stuff like that mm-hmm. is is uh, the lazy kind of stoner feel of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I want to market to professionals that also smoke weed. Like sno- stoners that get shit done. Yes, yes. I want to yeah. be, I wanna be a, a beacon of that. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Well, when you're an adult and you live in this world that we live in, it's, we, it's, you know, you either do or you fucking don't, right? And there's a lot of people that are lazy without weed and there's a lot of people that are lazy with it and it's just like that same conversation about the alcohol, you know, any any substance is not the substance. It's 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 just a tool that you can use. If you're having some pain, you can use this. It'll help you. If you start taking them all the time when you don't have fucking pain, <laughs> some shit could, you know, like uh, the yeah. abuse of anything, right? Like you can abuse weed too and just get high all day and do nothing. And when people attribute to, you know, that's that kind of lifestyle. And it's a uh, mm-hmm. that's a crackhead, that's a heroin junkie, that's yeah. a stoner. Mm-hmm. And I, that's for me unfortunate because it, then we get lumped in with. Because there is so much more than that. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, the way I grew up, it is a lifestyle for me to this day. It's know? a lifestyle. <clears throat> I, t- I tell people that all the time. And I, that, I guess maybe that's the difference between the people who want the $3 joint and the people who are were willing to buy a $50 eight right. just to see what it is. I, just to, just to ch- check it out. <clears throat> just, to, just to put it in my lungs. And I want something... You know, I want the finest. I want something that was grown with care and yes. something that is fire. Like, that's what I'm worried about. The taste, the whole experience of it. Bro, I'll, when I smoke weed, I'm not, it's not like I want to get high. I need to be high. Like, I, I ask this question for a lot of people. If you could just, instead of just smoking weed and all that, if you could just, you know, just hit a button and you just high. No, no, it's, that's not, no, I'm not it, trying to get, that's not the whole thing. I'm not like, my life sucks. I need no, to get high. That's I not it. I enjoy the flavors of weed mm-hmm. and some I don't, you know, but I enjoy the experience of figuring out which ones I like. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, I like the camaraderie for me. That's Ooh, yeah. a big, a big part of weed smoking in my life is mm-hmm. sent around my friends, sent around doing shit It brings like people this. together, man. From, yeah. I mean, most of my best friends are, are from the weed game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because 
just growing up, you get to see people salt. That was one thing I did like about the black market. It, it's it's a do or don't market, mm-hmm. and I five hundred two kind of has strayed from that, unfortunately. But really, uh, compared, yeah, I mean, you had to bring the truth back in the day. Mm. You couldn't just talk about it. You yeah, know? you actually had to have it to fucking <laughs> action speak louder than words yeah, type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this grower that I work with here, this is a guy I bought weed from high school. Um, he was always sold out. You know, he's one of those guys. He'd, he'd be like, I'll only sell you an ounce because all the other shit spoken for. Mm. You know, so when I came to I-502, I was like, Let's, I want to grow weed that I want to smoke. So this is that same guy? This is this is Daddy Fat Sex, Chris Manis, yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, so we're trying to redo it. This is Tatiana Dutra from Daddy Fat Sex. Like, we're trying to re, re you know, replicate. We, we thought we had a good vibe going. And, you know, it fell apart for whatever reasons, and mm-hmm. we're okay with that. But we're not okay with like not not giving our all and try it again. Of course, it's a crazy game, bro. It's yeah. a crazy game. It looks like you got some fire ass weed here. What yeah. kind of strength? So that's Huckleberry, Huckleberry Diesel. Huckleberry Diesel. Man, what's up with the? Is this like a? This is a hybrid, obviously. Yeah. Damn, son. Ooh. That's what she. No, she rolled up some. Mm. She should roll up some now mm. too. Damn, that's good. And that's Supernova. Which? This is the one she rolled up. Yeah. That's that's got it on my nose. Bro. Yeah, that one that one got me good. I was surprised. Talk about weed that looks different and stuff like that. Uh, this this Huckleberry Diesel's is commercial as it gets. Big, huge nugs, yep. super frosty. For me, that's the truth though. I because I try all this shit and I figure out what's good. And, oh, you know what dog, I mean? Yeah, what's yeah. That? <laughs> so so oh, I like that. The structure's not what I want it oh. to be, but the flavors and the highs. What strain is this? Supernova. But what's it crossed with? You know? Shit. Does that smell so familiar? Oh my fucking god! I love that. So yeah, we'll leave you with some. It's a lifestyle. Like it's seriously just it's the enjoyable. I see. My dad was uh, was into wine, and I never got it. I try wine, I never fucking liked it. Mm-hmm. But I get it though. This I get is it. your I get wine. The, being a connoisseur of something and enjoying mm-hmm. the the shit out of something. I I truly enjoy it. The I, whole experience. The whole experience. And then sharing this experience with somebody else who you know they're gonna appreciate <laughs> That's it. That's exactly. It. You know, you buy you buy, and you're like, bro, smell this. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, here, try some blue. That's uh, blueberry muffins. Dab that up. That's some rosin. Oh my god, some rosin. This is gonna be in stores too. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's do this. Damn, I'll have a timer. You got a timer? Yeah, I get you one. My phone's dead. Would you got What are you? Forty-five seconds. I, I I've been watching your podcast. Now he's like, give me a timer. Yeah, yeah podcast bang on the that's first. That's my one. phone right there. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. funny. The first one was a. He said, "My banger's black. I didn't want to show you." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know. With Fred, with Fred. Yeah. bro, shit was fucked up, bro. I had to get schooled a little bit on the dab game because when I when I got into the industry or just got into like even trying to do like a dab, bro, we were taking fucking dabs uh, with like knife hits and shit. We didn't know what the fuck we're not not like recently, but like no, when we first started making dabs, mm-hmm. we called it honey oil because we didn't know what it was and we put it in bowls that. and shit. You know, I remember that. We were, Honey oil. I remember that. <laughs> I remember know, that. We were blowing it through fucking PVC with, with you know, shit butane. What and the not fuck have we been? It. What have we been putting in our lungs, bro? See, that's when I look back. I'm just like, oh man. We put some shit. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> all we can do is do better now. Yeah, right. When kids are dying about vitamin E now, I just think. <laughs> it's like I was blasting that dab at fucking how like like red hot just. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Not yeah. good, bro. Not good. That, I didn't even know what the fuck a low temp dab was, man, until uh, I think it was Joey uh, from Bodie High. I used to work at Bodie High. Yeah. You know Joey? Yeah. Yeah, Joey Fry. Yeah, he's the one. That, he's the one that hit me to like a low temp dab and and made me have that same appreciation for flower 
for oil. Then you start being like, oh shit, that tastes like that tastes like flour. <laughs> you know, the, when I started low in temps, yeah. I wanna, I want to appreciate the flavor of it, and I, and it, it's really, it's it's bad too because then it's just a lot of more money that you spend on weed's expensive, bro. Especially when you want to end weed, man. I feel, <sighs> I feel bad because I try to grow high end weed, and I want to get to the people that you know. And that's the the game we play is. Um, trying to make it affordable still mm-hmm. and not be 50 or $60 on the shelf, mm-hmm. trying to keep it $40 or under. I really feel like $40 for me just because growing up, it's I don't know why everything else in life has changed, but I, I bought a $40 eighth when I was fucking 15, and I still, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. still, it just seems it's, like that. It's still, still the same. Yeah. But like it, was, it was different. See, the, the black market leading up to legalization and even right now, uh, well, maybe it's changed a little bit now, but I mean, the weed was really cheap, man. I mean, you could buy like well, ounces a, started getting to 150 bucks, you know, and less. Yeah, and you know, like but 150 well, in Spokane, bucks. Spokane, Washington, for, especially because mm-hmm. we're like a hub city. You know, there's you don't buy weed in you don't sell weed in Spokane. Mm-hmm. You buy weed in Spokane, mm-hmm. and it's flooding. and then you go sell it's it. It's flooding everywhere else out of Washington. It's crazy. There's there's still states that haven't legalized it yet. Idaho's dumb as fuck. Oh yeah, Idaho's not. Because every state that touches them is medical or legal. They're not budging. Well, it's not Montana, like Idahoans aren't smoking weed. They're just not smoking Idaho weed. I don't understand why. But it's like their government would never legalize it. Like They're, super, they're that dumb. They're super crazy about the, it. The, but Vegas Vegas just seems more money-driven. But remember, they were really like strict on weed. and they were, It was illegal. Because they're so tied in with alcohol mm-hmm. and gambling, mm-hmm. adding a third vice and, and a third regulation, is, is that's a different thing than Idaho. Mm-hmm. You know, Vegas is... It ain't because their their moral compass was anti weed. It's because the regulation that it takes to have all three of these things together, gambling, weed, and alcohol, is is a big fucking deal. It's true. <laughs> you know what it I mean? That's, it's a really big fucking thing. So, and they honestly they did it right. Watching seeing what California did and what Vegas did or Nevada did versus what Washington did, so mm-hmm. I'm a little jealous sometimes. Well, Washington has did it weird. Uh, you should be able to just grow weed if you want to. You I mean, should you be able to just, should, but. Trying to be medical is so scary to me because of gun rights and all the shit that kind of come along with that right now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs, man. There's it doesn't just it's not black and white simple. You're right. It should be. It should. If, be. if it's legal, I should be able to grow in my front yard just it, like a fucking tomato. It, you know what I mean? And because it's just a plant that grows from the ground. Yeah. And I mean, you wouldn't be like, oh, you need to go to the store and buy your tomatoes. Like I can just grow it, you know. Yeah. But because it alters your state you know what i mean now all of a sudden it's but i feel like there's a lot of things you could grow that could alter your state if you Mm -hmm. light it on fire or you do some kind of manipulation like you have to do with marijuana if you just eat plant marijuana you're not getting high Mm -hmm. so yes if i grow something else have you tried i've eaten plenty i'm a i'm an idiot i've tried it i've literally (laughs) tried every dumb thing you could ever think so just eat just eat we i've never done that before was it pretty good it tastes like shit (laughs) it's kind of spicy it's got a spicy kind of you have that black it's like that's why they put it in fucking sweets. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the dab too. Can you time? That's me the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> can you time me out at yeah. uh, like one ten, actually? And this is uh, what is this? You said this is rosin. This is blue blueberry mu- muffins. Blueberry muffins. Jeez, bro. I love rosin. That's another thing. Like talking about solventless and you know trying to. The evolution of weed from what we came from to, I don't know who comes up with, we can squeeze weed and, and juice it, but I'm in, you know, no solvents and he- <laughs> healthy as it can get, I suppose. So now it's just a little bit more expensive, right? Because it's... It, Less yield. It, yeah. 
And that's that's trying to educate the customer into why they're paying more for different things. Um, is, that's been a struggle. You know, some people think you're just bougie or just think your shit's better like that, but some things cost more. Growing in soil costs more. Growing, getting rosin instead of butane um, costs more, you know, and putting the love does cost more, unfortunately. Well, you know, that's there's levels to the shit. That, <laughs> that's the thing. If I can get that cleaned up a little bit. Use one of these. So pros and cons. Tell me a little bit more. So yeah, that's just a. This is the new. This is the new business. The new new, yeah. Um, we we we. I kind of sat back. We uh, talked about the, me and my partners and my partner. Um, just kind of sat back and didn't want to jump in to just jump in, you know. And so when the the perfect opportunity kind of came along, that's we we waited and thought we came up with something pretty live this time with uh, professionals and convicts because mm-hmm. again for me it's a lifestyle, it's a vibe. So we're trying to not just make a marijuana brand, but a lifestyle brand mm-hmm. that kind of. You're seven seconds out. Um, it kind of appeals to everybody, because. Uh, how do I stop this thing? <laughs> I'm gonna be working iPhones. It's like a foreign. It's a foreign device. I'm Samsung to death. You know. It's crazy how those two things have been like. <laughs> Like you either know a Samsung or you know an iPhone because somebody will put a, a a fucking like Samsung in my hand and I'll just be like foreign as shit. <laughs> like I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, where's the home button? Where's the back? What, what do you do? Uh, yeah, it's, but it's, that's the that's the duality of everything these days, you know, good or bad. Keep them together. Keep them the same, man. Yeah. You know, it's like the chargers and shit. <laughs> like the iPhone now, got it's got to have a different charger than the Sam. It's like, can't, can we just off all, lessons? If I could, if all. I could do the same, you know, what I would do the same. If it's I had true. weed that would fucking disintegrate after fucking thirty days, <laughs> I would do that shit. So you can't just, you know, what you I mean? can't sit on it. You, you gotta you smoke gotta, this. shit. You gotta get rid of that shit. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> that, that's marketing 101, you know, and that's uh, that's the other thing is trying to uh, you're talking about buying cues, trying to get people to buy thing, buy weed the same. I think a lot of people miss the mark and and try to reinvent the wheel. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to really market this weed as just like anybody markets any other kind of wine, beer, you know, in a candy bar. I want it to look appealing, mm-hmm. you know, be appealing, be easy to see. Get a bunch of impressions. Get on. Are these the jars that you're going to be selling Um, it in? This is. We're going to have a limited run up first. We haven't even. That's the thing. This all kind of came together really fast. Like the opportunity just kind of fell in in our laps, and we were like, "Fuck it, yeah, let's go." We're not really all the way ready, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'll ever be all. That's how it is. Though you got to take advantage of the opportunity and just fucking start. Yeah, we had adapting fire ass weed, and so they had a bunch of jars like this. I don't think I'll be in jars like this. I think I'll have a limited run of this and. Again, trying to trying to get the customer to understand. I want the nicest package I can that doesn't cost them five dollars because the three times, four times markup that is I five hundred two. I want them to pay for what's in the jar, not necessarily the jar. If mm-hmm. I can, if I can do it, so I want the, the weed to be as protected and look as good as I can for the lowest cost. So the customer, the end game is to have them pay the least amount for my packages that I possibly can. Well, some people, you know, there's like the people put it in a bag. I just. I mean, th- I grew up. I grew up with baggies and had, and I, you know, how many trichromes I saw across a bag, you know, growing up. Yeah, and uh, and it's also it dries out way quicker in the store when it's just yeah. sitting in the store. I watched Exotics, a, a great brand. They mm-hmm. switched over. They were in Mylar's, and that was the one complaint people had. You know, really, they're trying to sell sixty dollars eights in, in, in bags. Mylar's, you know, 
Yeah. And for and whatever reason, whether it's mental or the way that the market's gone or real life information, people equate better weed in jars. It's kind of crazy to think that I'm going to spend $50 on an eighth that comes in a fucking <laughs> bag. Right. Like, yeah. like bro, like yeah. at least give me a nice jar. <laughs> like some, yeah. Cause I want the nugs to be protected enough, you know, but again, well, there's something about how you seal it. Like, I mean, I found a, you know, like GLW, I, we, we found like a, a fucking old gram or something like that, you know? And like, peeled it open and the shit was still fresh and this was oh no it was harvested like last september like yes. not this september like last well, that, september back in, in black market we used to pride ourselves on how long we cured our weed mm-hmm. you know what i mean um the commercial aspect kind of takes some of that away of course but yeah i mean cured weed's great if you cure it right you can it gets better with age you know mm-hmm. um, okay so that's that's part of that that makes it last longer as well yeah cure, curing it correctly and and Packaging it correctly, absolutely is. What's the process of curing the plant? So that that's well, I mean, without getting t- too technical on the shit, but cutting mm-hmm. it down, you know, mm-hmm. and, and hanging it up to dry, and mm-hmm. leaving it be for just letting it chill and letting the chlorophyll move out of the, the plant is huge. Is I it think. like in a dark room or? Yeah, dark. Okay. You, you're gonna lower your humidity. You're not gonna want to get too. You know, we're not gonna want to flash dry it though. You're gonna want to slowly peel the. The water because you're going from a 80 or 85 percent water weight down to a 10 or 15 percent water weight okay so um but you want to do that over the the slower darker you can do that the more you're going to preserve your terpenes because some of that water weight that comes off is, is terpene related so the you know the the slower you can do it the the lighter the molecule you can put, peel off the the plant the better your weed's going to taste and, for and me, then some people want to just they they're on a time limit and they'll skip that's, steps. That's the commercial aspect of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, trying to turn over your weed and trying you can overdo it. You can overdry your weed for sure, you know. And and I mean, when you're talking the difference of five or seven percent weight, mm-hmm. that commercially that's a big deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 also there's not a lot of money in waiting to sell your weed. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got to either put in the love or don't. You know, I mean, either, either you love your weed or you you love your dollars. And yeah, that's a fine line. There's a sweet spot. This is like an art. It's an art form in yeah, selling it. It's yeah. an art form in growing it. And unfortunately, there was no blueprint going into this for us. So we had to do everything wrong to be like, oh, can't do that. Can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. It's it's expensive. So what's this? What, what are you about to spark up right now? This is that supernova. The supernova. Oh, okay, good. That's that That's that fire smelling one. Is there three? What's this one? Or is this the that's, one? that's another Huckleberry Diesel. Oh, no. I brought some for you. Damn, bro. That fucking... The nug is crazy. And, uh, and that's another commercial aspect of trying to, uh, we're talking about growing this versus this, you know, this is, I love this weed, but this produces two times as much. And unfortunately the market doesn't bear out where I get paid twice as much to grow. It. So I think you're missing a lot of really good strains just because commercially it doesn't make sense, you know? Damn. So it doesn't even like turn a profit because. It, or you may turn a profit, but why would I grow something that I can make two times the margin on? You just smoke that shit yourself. Yeah, that's that's what happens. That's <laughs> just, what happens. You get a lot of personal. Like, this is for me. I like these this shit. get killed off. Like they're nothing these days. You the know homies gonna check it out, and every you know the, the world doesn't get it. No, that's yeah, that's exactly. Because this is a business. It's it, there's a, there's unfortunately a, people want to get paid, and people you know what I mean. And, and it's just like music, bro. It's just like every, it's like everything else in the world that's beautiful that motherfuckers want to turn into fucking a business and making money. But uh, you know, that's just like where we live. We live in this country, man. This capitalist country. You got it's only the strong survive, bro. You got to get in there. Yeah. You get it but, done. But what like, are you What are you okay with? You know what I mean? I, I'm okay with uh, with 
an okay lifestyle, but if I get to do this for a living, I really take that as extra money in my pocket because I get to do something I actually care about. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm in the car business, which fucking sucks ass. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I can ever just make the money that I make in real life doing this... And not have to do that do bullshit. Do double hustles? Bro, I fucking... Yeah, having a, a job working for somebody else doing some bullshit is the worst. You get reminded every day how much you hate it's it. It's the worst. Yeah, every day. So, yeah, for me, you know, if I can make a, a real-life living... And I-502, you can... But everybody thinks it's a lot more than it is, you know? And I, at this point, if I break even and bring something live to the people, I'm okay with that. Doing the Lord's work, bro. <laughs> right, yeah. Just growing people, growing weed that I would have wanted to smoke, uh, you know? Well, I hope it flourishes. I've, I've heard that, the, obviously, the stores and shit make a lot more money than the producers. Yes. <laughs> I don't know much about the details that, that, of it, but... That's fact. Just because the, the way the tax law works right now, uh, the we're not allowed to write off anything. If we're a regular agricultural business, if mm. I was growing potatoes versus uh, marijuana, I could write off... I can write off jars and labels. That's it. I could write off soil. You can't labor. write off the product. Nope. Can't write no soil, no labor, no, no delivery, no none of that. I can't write off any of that stuff. Um, which hitting. is, I mean, th- that's 30 percent profit margin. That's difference. fucking crazy, bro. That's, that's and that's why you got these farms struggling. I mean, we had twelve hundred farms. We're down nine hundred farms now because people are. It doesn't make sense for I'm buying, them. I'm buying equi- it's good for me. I'm buying equipment for pennies on a dollar because people are just dipping out. People put their lives, you know, their lives work. So Washington really just kind of made a, like the law just isn't, it doesn't help. I mean, I guess it needs to be federally legal, right? That's that's, what, that's where we're trying to get brand recognition. It's a race for me to get brand recognition, pros and cons, where it goes federally legal and I can start going over, you know. Because then it's a whole different thing. Then it's licensing rights. It's, that's, then, then we're in the money. The stores are going to be competitive across the state. It, the growers will, will be the ones that will kind of flip the script on everybody. Man, I really hope that happens. I really, really, uh, really hope here, that Here's happens. why I don't want it to happen, <laughs> even though it's for my best interest, because big business is going to take... They, oh, yeah. will not, they will not let us get to that point and make those dollars without them being they're gonna t- They're going to take control of everything. Yeah. I heard Budweiser and some of these companies, they already have like names trademarked and they got they're just ready like as soon as it goes they're just ready to go and honestly i'm hoping they buy me out that's really the only the, 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 really the brand the recognition bro you're working on that now that's that's true that's a good point but you know without calling myself a seller i'm a seller like, <laughs> like but i mean they'll, they'll take the love out of it so quickly i promise you oh just, yeah just like any other thing like it'll be said, cigarettes like you were saying it'll literally music, be it'll fucking be all that. yeah it'll be like what we thought when it was kids like they'll just be selling you fucking weed cigarettes of just shake they swept off the floor yeah, exactly and then they'll sell you a they'll sell you like an eighth for like a hundred bucks or some fire no it'll go back to or will they were the homies on the black market will there'll be fire still you think or will they just everything will just be kokanee you know i don't know I, Here's one thing that I believe about this plant is it really takes love. You know, I mean, this is this plant above all, like receives love when you when you give it, it it, it gives it back. And mm-hmm. I just I don't know if they'll hire the right people to to like black market. You put your all into that shit because that's what it was. You know? Well, if it's you if it goes pride on it, if These it goes legal, then we should be able to just grow it if it's legal. That's that's that's, that's, that's legal to me. Yes, I should be able to. Because then we can get good at it, and it's like, oh, I can get good and learn how to grow different strains and different farmers markets. And you trade your you trade your sour Kush for my Huckleberry Diesel, and you know what I mean. Yes, that's 
That's the truth. That's, but that's not that's what they're going to do, <laughs> no, though. That's, that's not that. what they're going to do. No, that's that. These fucks. Ah, oh, that shit just, you know, you live in a world that's so weird, upside down from something that seems so common sense. You know, anytime I even like anybody wants to have a political conversation with me, I always just lead with weed because it's just like, if you can't agree on that, I mean, it's just so easy. It's right. so simple. Like if you don't get that, then we can't even have a conversation. So did I hit this? Maybe not. I think I hit it once. Maybe. Um, and I think it'll be like anything, any other market. You'll have your independence, you know, like you'll have your small label wine. You, do you have uh, beer? You know, do you still have some micro brews? And anybody who really kills a micro brew gets bought out by Budweiser. And That's true. That, yeah, because there are some, some micro brews actually that I really like that I just found out. Where like <laughs> They get snapped up. Like, oh shit, they own this now. Be- I'm like, oh, fuck, you're dr- I'm drinking Budweiser? And in all honesty, I'm pairing with the biggest brands I can in I-502 because they... They have abilities I don't, and it'd be stupid for me to try to fight the man when I can work with them, you know what I mean? I can use distribution and marketing that I can't afford on a level that I can't, you know, fathom at this point, but why wouldn't I pair with that, you know? Now, there's definitely a fine line between the art, the appreciation, and then good business. You yeah. got you got you got to do you got to do good business and you're you know the big thing for the customers is making sure that you're just making a product that's good when they open it it's fire you know it's kind of crazy how you have to win over the bud tenders too because they're the ones oh, that man. sell the shit like the bud tenders will literally just some I, shit just I, never I, get I really sold. I hate that sometimes your your make or break is over a t-shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, I think more like yeah, but I think more the sense of like. You just got to sell them like with getting them to smoke it and getting them to like it and getting them to really, because if somebody really, if a bud tender especially really likes something, it's going to be the first recommendation every time. Yeah. And well, you, you seem to have four basic customers, you know, you have people who say, what's the highest THC still, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. You still get that. You get the guy who says, what's good. And that's, that's the guy. They're always older people. They're always older people. Always like, I need the highest THC. They've been smoking for 40 years and I I don't fuck around. It's just not going to do it for me. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I'll show them some real fire at like 18%, you know? And some, I mean, and then it's just like, Oh, but then, Oh, but the numbers on this. Yeah. And then, you know, you still got price conscious customers and, but I, I do appreciate the customer to ask what's good. What are you smoking on? And okay, yeah. So you got the guy who's just like, hey, man, you're the professional. Yeah. You've been trying shit. You get genuinely excited about it. Let me, what are you fucking with? Yeah, that, that's the guy I'm going after because I, I, I'll put my weed up against anybody's and I'll, you know, I, I think it's as good as anybody's. Right and that's now. where it's just like, like I said, just if you, you got to get the bud tenders to fuck with your shit. And I think that that's big with. I wish bud tenders would stay. I, you motherfuckers move. Yeah, I go to one store and in the same day I'm delivering to the uh, next store and well, I see the same. You're time. right. I'm like already, shit. Like it's yeah. like a circle. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it is kind of crazy, bro. It's a and bud tending's kind of cra- uh, like a crazy job. You know. Did you think it'd work like that for legal weed either? Uh, right, like, <laughs> dude. Oh, some old people that aren't privy, they'll still fucking like kind of chuckle when you're like, like, huh, bud tender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I appreciate a good bud tender, like, like a good bartender. You know what I mean? Like someone yeah. who who can who can lead me to where I'm trying to get. Because like you, like we were saying, you can't open it, you can't smell it. Oh, you remember? Were you doing 502 when they had the little sniffy jars and shit? Mm-mm. No, I'm I'm brand new. So, I'm yeah, brand new. They used to have little jars you could sniff and shit, which. We're awesome for about a day, but every customer shook the shit out of it, and it like you had to like change it like every every yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. 
Yeah, and they, they were super hard to manifest, so it just became so troublesome it went away. Um, when you go to Oregon, they just literally... Pop the top for you. Yeah, it's so crazy in Oregon because you go there and the it's like... Style, and they it. got like clones for sale. And well, I'm like, and what? And as a grower, I get, to sell you, I get to sell the store a pound and I'm done. You know what I mean? That, that's black market days. like, you... Uh, and that's how they do it down there. Yeah. They, you, they they got, they're busting rap music and they're just like playing whatever the fuck they want off their phone. I'm like, what? This is this is chill as hell. Yeah. I, I'm i really looking forward to when we can smoke like in bar, you know what I mean? Like a bar. Because down in Portland, that's just the Northwest Cannabis Club is, yeah, I'm trying to live like that. And I, There's that's, a Northwest Cannabis Club. There's a place that you can go and, and you smoke weed. Yeah. And it's like a just a public place. No, you, technically you have to be a, you get a five dollar membership. It's five dollars a year. Okay, and they do it just like a private, kind of like a private party yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but it, go there and fucking smoke. I, I I wouldn't drink another another bit of alcohol if I could fucking smoke weed socially. Yeah, I mean, it, the two do different things for me though. I appreciate I them separately. Them. Yeah, I understand. Well, I love mixing them too. But me too. Crossfaded <laughs> is, is my thing. That's but. why. That's what keeps me from needing to do any other drug. Anytime <laughs> I have an inkling to do another drug, I'm just like, just put these two together, right? right? Here, that's that's all we need. Do. Yeah, that's all we need to do. Right. But um, not nah, like alcohol is more of a. It definitely gets me in more of a just like wanting to go out type shit. And when I smoke weed, I'm just trying to like create. Like yeah. so, I don't really want to, bro. I'm be be around fifty other being around a bunch of other people really stoned in a lot of situations is just terrifying. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do understand that, but but not me, everybody's the same. Knowing they're stoned is probably easier for me because it's okay. Uh, knowing they're stoned too, that <laughs> that's does help. My problem is when I'm super high and I'm around people, I'm like, they know I'm super high. Yeah, they're that's like, look I'm at they're like, and you know they smell you. Yeah, that's that's I know the problem. Sh- and then I'm like. Damn, I am a stoner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I am everything I don't want to be sometimes, but I'm just like... You really feel judged. I think, like, in the world that's built right now with weed, um, you feel judged when you're out smoking. Like, I think I told my mom, I was like, like, just how uh, we were at, like, O'Doherty's or something and went out and just, you know, just went out and just smoked a joint right in front of the fucking building because we just don't, you know, we were just like, whatever. We were just, you know, hit hit a quick joint, go back in. Um, and just how like it's so disrespectful to like walk past people smelling like weed and people are just like, <gasps> and my mom is like, oh my God, you, what, what are you doing? You need to, and it's just like, but, but if I smoked cig, if we all just went out and smoked yeah. cigarettes, it'd have been just like totally fine. And that's the day I'll be proud of weed is when it's truly normalized like that. I'm good on this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. When it's truly normalized like that, that's cause, and I think that's just a change in the guard. It, it ain't even us that has to be that generation. It's our parents. You know, the, the hippie generation, once that's there, it's because it seems like it's the baby boomer generation that's still a little bit. Oh, it's going to be a different world. Yeah. Eventually. It takes a lot we of time. Hope. We can hope. It's going to happen because motherfuckers don't live forever, you know? And right. like, and things do die. I mean, like, look at the things that die off, like all the other shitty things that fucking were in life that we've like, just like slowly. I never, I never thought I'd see weed in this place in my lifetime. So, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I try to fight the struggle still i also am like proud of where it's come it's kind of weird because it's not bad it seems like everybody smokes weed and it's like a perfect money maker so it's so weird that it's that it's illegal i don't know i don't really understand why because everybody in america is an illegality keeping people in jail 
Uh, not oh, that's giving, money. Yeah. Yeah. Not keeping, you know, not giving tax write offs to us businesses, seizing assets and drug deals, like all this kind of shit. It, it's a money maker and until the money flips and they can actually make money off this shit in a, in a different kind of way, government wise. Mm-hmm. Then it's not going to. And I mean, I guess if they could just take it out of schedule two or one schedule one and yeah, make schedule it, one. But and if you bring go it schedule down two, then then you have to have medical grade. And then again, now we're talking big business because to get medical grade, you have to have insane type uh, equipment. You know, they they like uh, lab type equipment. So that takes some of these mom and pop shops mm-hmm. can't afford to do that shit. God, it's just weed. Like, what's the next <laughs> level down after that? Schedule Straight three. Legal. Schedule three. Is that just that's just legal? <laughs> right. That's, that's alcohol. You know what I mean? Like that's what it should a be. Controlled substance. That's what it should yeah. be. Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, dude, we. I, all, I'm okay with keeping away from kids absolutely and all that shit you know i don't think but other than that you mm-hmm. know if you want to smoke weed i think you should have the right and to i mean weed. you I, I like what do they got to do to scientifically prove if it hasn't already been done enough for the government to know that you can overdose on this shit like you can literally like just smoke maybe and, that's the problem <laughs> you know what i mean it's like oh shit but but it just seems so easy like why don't they just sell it to us then like just sell me the fire i don't give a fuck who does it just make it like i mean i don't really care anyway because really nobody's really after us i just feel bad for the people who've gotten fucked who shouldn't have got I fucked sp- i spent time in jail over this drug yeah you that, know? Yes, yeah yes anybody's life who is like like ruined or like man you got people in life in jail for weed you know so yeah, that'd be the probably the first move <laughs> if you're gonna make it legal. Let people it's, out. It's let people out of jail. Mm-hmm. But again, the money's not in that. It's keeping people in jail and having the in private the owned prisons. The whole thing is f- just so fucked up, man. The, that, that's where the money, the money thing goes too far. And then, and once you stop, like, you stop having a conscience and have stop having fucking, you know, morals. Takes all the fun out of it. That's for sure. And then you have to compete with that. That's the thing is you have to compete with you people that have no morals. And that, and that's then exactly you're what I'm saying about Big Bit. I cannot compete with that because I, I don't want I don't want to bastardize something I love like that. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to live like that. So at that point, I have to give up and sell my brand off and, and unfortunately, I and move on what, with life that, and, yeah, and just and, and just grow weed and smoke. It. Yeah, yeah just but I, I feel unfortunate. But that's so. What's decriminalized? What does that mean? Uh, Do you know? Yeah, so it, I don't know what it means. So that's kind of the first move before legality. Like um, I heard someone said that that would be bad too, and I was like, oh, it, it was decriminalized here for a minute. So that means that it's still illegal technically, but they're not going to prosecute it. God, what <laughs> is know? that? It's so it's fucking. A, why does that even exist? Why do we have these that, weird pockets of? Oh well, it's illegal, but it's not. You know, that, but it is. It's like what? Just to confuse you. Just, just, to, just yeah. to make sure you need legal counsel. If it's you like if we want to fuck you, we we could still, but yeah. you know. So we we want to hold it over your head. Like imagine being a business here, and they're like, the federal government could still come in and be like, "What you're doing? What are you selling? Yes, the, we what the fuck?" On a daily basis, when I put my name on deliveries and shit like that, they could come and say you. You've delivered millions of dollars worth of weed. Like it's legal. <laughs> like you're in life. You're in jail for life federally. Oh, man, that's fucking that, weird. I mean, that need, that's what needs. That needs to be like the first thing. Let the people out and then fix that. It, because that, yeah, yeah, especially like you need to be able to, like the banks and and everything just needs to be able to recognize it. And it's just that's weird. that's what I'm talking legal because the people call it legal now. If you can't really mm-hmm. move it like it's a real business, you know, then how legal is that? Because I feel like the stores do pretty good, but the, like you, but even like them, you were saying, the farms. They, they so they pay they pay income tax on excise tax, 
So the federal government sees tax that they collect as actually income. So that they, they actually pay tax on that. <laughs> they pay tax on their tax. Yes. Holy shit. So that that's that's when you're talking state level versus federal level. There's it's, it's just stupid, you know, that's now you got states fighting the federal government. See, man, this is yeah, this so the shit's out of control. That's what I'm saying. So I want to just be little on me, grow some really good weed. You got some really good weed, bro. You got me in another fucking, on another planet right now, dude. Yeah. This, what was that shit in Supernova? Supernova. Oh, shit. Maybe that's why. <laughs> so, well, yeah. That um, rosin was tasty, too. We're trying to just keep it. <laughs> we got a little dark there for a second, but we're trying to keep it easy and light and, you know, and bring really good weed and, and everybody else can figure out the rest. Yeah. I mean, there's some dark, you know, there's some dark spaces out there, bro. And, you know, it, you got to. You gotta be educated on it or, or get crushed by it. That's what I figured out. Cause I, at first I was not, and I just kind of tried to leave it be. And it, yeah. Try to ignore it. Try to, yeah. You gotta, it's you gotta be aware, right? Well, shit. Uh, you guys are on like Instagram and all that too. Instagram, yeah. We'll be uh, three three stores limited release. Um, real quick, I'll be talking to Cinder as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to go Spokane live first and, and really deliver to our hometown first. You know, last time I, I really spread out really fast and really far and, and kind of lost way of my Spokane people. Mm-hmm. And this time I, I want to grow weed for the people I love first. And then so you're, you're from Spokane. You grew up here. You were born, born here, born here, uh, raised between here and California. Oh, okay. Uh, a little bit of Seattle in there, but Washington's always home. Yeah. Spokane. What home. brought you to California? Dad lived down there. Mom lived up here. Oh, really? Get in trouble, get in trouble, get in trouble, get in trouble. <laughs> kind of, you know? Both sides. Yeah, kind of shit that you get sent, you know. Shit, man. Looks like you're doing good. You know what I mean? We all go through these these weird patches of life that really, like, can just teach us what not to do. <laughs> like you were saying yeah. before, bro. Yeah. I try, to, I try to do it the hard way, I guess. But I mean, it's, oh, and, you know, from my perspective, that's the easy way. Everybody they're, learns they're, different they're real too. lessons. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're. I mean, when you go through some shit where you're really like, "Damn, I was fucking dumb as shit. Why'd I do that?" Like, I, I mean, I have moments like that where I look back where I'm just like, on your younger self, and you're just like, "Dude, what?" You know. But then that's that's the weird thing of making it. This is who you are now. Is all those experiences. No. And regret will eat you up. So you live and learn and move on. That's right. So. So uh, pros and cons. Instagram. Uh, professionals and convicts. Professionals and convicts. Professionals and convicts on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm an old kid, so I don't. I, I need to get on Snapchat and all that other. All shit. the I'll, snaps. Yeah. I'll, I'll get. I'll get somebody to do that. I. I can't. <laughs> you know, at this point, like Instagram and Facebook's enough. Everybody's got Facebook. Everybody's got Instagram. That's all that really matters. And in the store soon. Yeah. 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 You'll see us uh, next week. Um. So yeah, come get it, please. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Buy my weed. Um, we'll, we actually will be sponsoring some concerts here real soon. Um, so yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 We'll talk. Um, yeah, we got, uh, we got it. We're, tr- we're trying to make it a lifestyle brand. So we, mm-hmm. the clothing's coming. So everybody will have swag. I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. we're gonna, we're gonna try to do it big and try to do it for Spokane and see what, see what happens. You know, music is definitely a big part of like weed culture. That's what I'm saying. It's been a lifestyle. It's, it's been music, weed, apparel, you know that that kind of that's what kind of music up. you usually listen to? Uh, I'm a hip hop head. You know, I yeah. grew up hip hop, uh, a little reggae. Um, she gets me into some corny shit. Sometimes. It's funny when you say a little, you say a little reggae. It's like you know, for a second, I really thought that was a rapper. Little, yeah. <laughs> little reggae, yeah, Yo, little oh, reggae, fuck too. <laughs> little reggae. <laughs> 
So, uh, like, what did you actually? I'm really curious what you listened to, like, back in the day. Because I know you're a little uh, bit older than me. Like, kind of uh, what you. Oh, man, shit. So, I mean, everything from. I, I really kind of thought I was like a hip hop head. So, we were listening to Devin the Dude and, you know, like that shit back in way Bro. back when. And, Bro. And, and we thought we were, we were real slick and Master, Master Ace and Master Killer and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, um, boot camp click and, and stuff like that. We, we thought we were cool as shit. And then, then brother Lynch came along and, Oh yeah, <laughs> man, the brother Lynch phase, bro. And that was some crazy black market. He was saying the and, wildest shit, bro. That was the yeah, shit we so, were listening to. was like, damn, so, and, you know, and then, so, and then I listen to your shit. I, you know, you know, I've been a fan. So, um, Oh man, appreciate it. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I've, I've been knowing Mike since, since he was 15 too. You know? Really? Yeah. DJ, he's DJ's cousin. Who's DJ? DJ Borner. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I know. Black DJ. Hmm. Yeah, since the chinky days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, since 15 years old. See, that's crazy. So I just grew up over in Seattle, and I'd come over here in the summer, so it's kind of like mom and dad's, like right. just across the state and shit. Um but You've been yeah, over here for a minute, though. Huh? I've been over here for a minute, and yeah, Mike, man, he's he's just a talent. He's talented as shit. So when I fe- when I met him and I first heard him, like he had a demo of a of like a song that he that he uh, that he already recorded or something. And I I was like listening to it. I was like, this guy's real sick. This guy's like, this guy's for real. Like his bars are dope. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and I would see. I seen him. I was like, "Really? Okay." Yeah, you know? yeah, no, yeah. Dude's just got bars. DJ was like, "My cousin is he's a rapper," and I was like, "Really? Yeah, you know." But then he he was live as shit. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've been a fan since. Man, well, shit. All right, man. Fucking in the store soon. Check him out on Instagram. Professionals, convicts. Yeah. Sam, thank you, brother. Thanks thank for coming you. on. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. happy to be here being around a bunch of other people really stoned in a lot of situations is just terrifying to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I do understand that idaho's dumb as fuck <laughs>